Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is the 365 Bible Reading Plan. And this is January the 7th, and we are in the ninth chapter of Genesis. It is a fascinating chapter. It is the chapter where we read in the early verses that the fear and the dread of man is put upon animals. That's why when you go out into the forest and you encounter an animal, their instinct is to flee from you. They will run from you unless you are in their territory, unless you are provoking them, unless you are a threat to them. Then many times they will run as well. That's why we have to hunt game. It's called wild game because it is not no longer domesticated. There is an inborn fear of man within every animal, and God is the one that put it there. He had his reasons, and we will find out all about that when we get to heaven. But God said after the flood, He said, I'm going to make a covenant with Noah, with the earth, and with myself that I will never destroy the earth by water again. And so he said, I'm going to do something. I'm going to put a bow in the sky. And we talk about the rainbow all the time. It's the arc and the light and the refraction and everything that comes together to make these beautiful colors. Many of us have seen rainbows, rainbows, rainbows in the land of Israel during the wintertime when it rains there. And many times it's not like in the Tennessee Valley or the Smoky Mountains of East Tennessee or wherever it is that you live. Here in the eastern part of the United States, it will come a rain and sometimes it will rain for two or three days. And my grandmother used to say it's set in to raining. Well, it rarely does that in Israel. It does it from time to time, but rarely. Most of the time, a shower will come through and it'll pass by and the sun will come out. And it just seems like many times when you're there in the wintertime, when a shower comes, it'll pass over and you will begin to see rainbow after rainbow after rainbow. And it's just God's reminder to all of us that he is faithful to keep his covenant. He said he wouldn't destroy the earth by water, and he has not. But there is something that I want to share with you about the rainbow, because the Bible says that there is a other side to that rainbow. What does that rainbow represent? It's not the covenant. It is the sign of the covenant. And in the book of Revelation, in chapter 4, the scripture says that there is a sight that we're going to look at. In Revelation chapter 4, it says, After these things I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. Now, I've spoken about this in the sister ministry of the 365 Bible reading plan, and that is Bible Time Broadcast, the TV broadcast. You can go to my website, TonyCrisp.org, and you can go to Broadcast in the menu, and you can scroll down to you come to Revelation, the text, Revelation chapter 4. I do two or three messages on Revelation chapter 4, and one of them will explain the door open in heaven. After these things, that phrase that's mentioned at the beginning of 4.1, at the end of 4.1, 
And whatever you believe about that, I believe it is the raptus. It is the rapture of the church. It is the great taking away of the church before the days of the great tribulation. But whatever you believe about that, in verse 2, it says, And immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And he who sat upon the throne was like a jasper and a sardis stone. I don't want to get into detail here, but the jasper, in the Bible is the clear stone we would call a diamond. The Sardis stone is crimson red. And so this person, whoever it is, and I believe it's the Lord Jesus sitting on that throne, it's God Almighty, whoever is sitting on that throne appears as crystal clear but red in color in his image. That's what it says. And there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. This was all around the throne. Now, why would that be the scene in heaven that around the throne of God is a rainbow, a complete circle, not an arc, not a bow, but a complete circle? Well, what did the rainbow represent? The rainbow represented the faithfulness of the covenant of God that God would keep his promise. God made a promise and God said, I'll keep it. And sometimes it seems as though we think God's not faithful to his promise. God is always faithful to his promise. And when we get to heaven, we're going to see the other side of the rainbow and it's a full circle. What's that telling us? All of the promises of God that he has made have come full circle. He is faithful. And that's the imagery of seeing God on the throne, that all around him are the great promises that he kept. He kept his promise to Adam. He kept his promise to Eve. He kept his promise of a curse to Satan and the serpent. God has kept his promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and the sons of Israel. God has kept his promises to those of us who are followers of Jesus. We can trust him. He's completely trustworthy, and he's proven himself trustworthy over and over again. And so chapter 9 speaks of this bow in the sky and why it was that God put it there. But when we get to heaven, we're going to see around the throne of God is the completion of all of the promises of God, that he is faithful. In verse 12 of chapter 9, it says, And God said, This is the sign of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. That means this is as long as the earth stands. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be for a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. It shall be when I bring a cloud over the earth that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud. And we see this over and over again. And I will remember my covenant which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. That means the animals. That means everyone. They witness it too. And he says, the water shall never again become the flood to destroy all flesh. And the rainbow shall be in the cloud. And God said, I, not just you, but I will look upon it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature 
of all flesh that is on the earth. And God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant which I have established between me and all the flesh that is on the earth. Now, after that, the Bible says that there was a horrible incident with one of the sons of Noah and that Shem and Japheth honored their father. No one knows exactly what happened here, but I can tell you the God of all the earth does right. And he knew the heart and the motives of Ham, one of Noah's sons, and he dishonored his father. And that's the closing verses of chapter 9. And then we encounter what happened at the Tower of Babel. And in the next podcast, we're going to look at chapter 12. And I assure you, in the next few chapters, we will have a full 15 minutes of learning about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and the covenants that God made with Abraham and how he sealed those and how he signed those and gave tokens of what would be the signs of that covenant, just like the rainbows, the sign of God's covenant with the earth. There was a sign of God's covenant with Abraham, and we're going to learn all about that in the coming days. So I look forward to being with you again. For On The Way, this is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at tonycrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at tonycrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.